Good time, anytime you need a payment. Good time, anytime you need a friend. Good time, anytime you're up from under, making hustle, not getting hustle. Keeping your head up the water, making a way when you can't. Y'all don't know this song. Temporary laid off. Good time, easy credit and rip on good time. Come on, I don't hear you, Saint. You got to sing your part. Scratching out, surviving. Good time, hanging in the trailer. Good time, y'all. Ain't we lucky we got 'em? Good time, yeah. Y'all don't know that song. Let's get the show started. Y'all don't know that song Y'all don't know that song But we gonna get back to that in a minute Welcome back to the show It's the 831 show You know what it is You know what it was And you know what it's gonna be Huh? Alright We here fam And I'm glad to be back in the building The songwriter said I'm glad to be in the service uh, One more time Huh? Cause he didn't have to let me Live Drama this is when you start the click track He didn't have to let me live And I'm just glad to be in the service One more Good time Come on clap those hands everybody (laughs) It's good to be back fam Welcome back to the show You already know what it is 831 show We gonna laugh We gonna learn We gonna heal Cool I hope y'all have been enjoying these shows, these tidbits. Um, I've been hearing some great commentary, so I'm glad that y'all are enjoying the show. As long as y'all enjoy it, we're going to keep doing it. Huh? We're going to keep doing it, fam. Let's go. So, but back to my soapbox on Good Times. Let me tell y'all something. That's an amazing theme song, and that was an amazing show. Like, I grew up on Good Times. Like... You know, everybody remembers, you know, that's when Janet Jackson was a kid. But she didn't come in until a little bit later on in the show. You know, but that's when she got, you know, burned, you know, by that iron by her mama. Like, what's what was really going on, man? You know, talk about child abuse. Huh? Like, come on, man. <laughs> what a time. What a time. But, yeah, man. I, just, I remember them shows, man. Like... Them theme songs used to be rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, they used to be rich with good lyrics and good melodies. And I'm talking about, like, okay, so I I already sang the good times one. You know, that's how we opened up the show, right? You know, 
but we got some other ones, right? We got a man, right? Like Andre Crouch wrote that thing himself. With the one and only Vanessa Bell Armstrong just a, a chirping away. Like, if she was really on there, like, killing. Like, Vanessa is smashing that song. Like, that whole minute and some change, they killing, bruh. Like, come on. Like, what's some other one? Up, uh, Family Matter. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. Love and tradition of the grand design. Some people say it's even harder to find. They don't write stuff. Cheers. And thank you, PJ Morton, for making that song amazing for our community. Uh huh. Because that is just an amazing song. Them theme songs used to be so rich. Bring the intentional theme music back, and I will be a happy camper. All right? Come on, man. So, yep. So, we have made it to our segment in the show called Devotional Song. Woo! Go, brother. We had the song last week, The Spinners. Could it be I'm Falling in Love? I gave y'all homework to go listen to that song. So if I find out that you ain't listen first, I'm going to give y'all a pop quiz on it. Okay. First of all, if the teacher tell the class that they're going to give them a pop quiz, then it's not a pop quiz. Like, you're supposed to just do it, fam. Like, you're supposed to just let them walk in, sit down, and be like, all right, pop quiz, let's go. Because it induces fear. And it really shows if they did their homework or not. <laughs> <sighs> But yeah, I hope y'all went and vibe to the song. It's an amazing song. Um, yeah. But for this week, because it is a new week, uh-huh, this devotional song uh, is coming to you from the one and only uh, Michael Bolton. Somebody clap your hands for the one and only Bishop. <laughs> this is the problem with being raised in church your whole life. Everything becomes churchy. But now, Michael Bolton, let me tell y'all something. That white man can just sing. Okay? Like, let's, we just, we gotta stop. We gotta get, come on, let's, let's, let's go off on this detour. Let's get off on this exit, and we're gonna get back on the E way. That man can just sing, right? Now, I didn't grow up on much Michael Bolton. I'm gonna tell y'all how I came about him. I was, uh, it was a movie that came out. I'm about to tell my age. It's called Snow Dogs. With Cuba Gooden Jr. in it, uh huh, and you know he's racing, you know, with the Husky Dogs and all of that. It's a great movie, really, really good movie. And I'm assuming that now that I have kind of sat in the music industry vibe for a minute, you know, it was also my major in school. Um, I kind of pieced two and two together uh, what they was doing in this movie. I think sometimes, you know, 
if an artist is signed to a certain record label and they trying to like rebrand an album or older album, trying to put the artist back on the map for a second, you know, I'm assuming like they'll, you know, maybe contract certain albums to be on in a movie, right? And like you'll get like some airplay in the movie, right? Like two or three songs maybe off the record. So it was the song on this man's record called Time, Love, and Tenderness. Let me tell y'all something. I heard it as a kid, but I went back and listened to it with my adult ears, and that man was on there killing. That man can just sing. When love puts you to the test, nothing kills a broken heart like Time, love, and tenderness You think your world is over First of all, y'all gotta know I'm singing it an octave below him That man's range is crazy Time, love, and tenderness Like, he was killing And that whole record it's called, I think it's called Time, Love, and Tenderness Y'all, that whole record That man is killing 1990s, good singing Huh? Michael Bolton just go do yourself a favor. Go, 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 go check him out and let me know how you feel about him, huh? That man was a beast. A beast. So, yes, that is our devotional song for this morning, huh? Or whenever you're listening to it. That's our devotional song for the day. Time, Love, and Tenderness by the Michael Bolton. All right? All right. Somebody clap your hands and give God glory. <laughs> Listen, if you're not following me on the socials, please go do that. Uh, my Instagram, y'all know what it is, is Christian.Walker3. Uh-huh. And uh, you can follow me on Facebook, Christian Walker. Um, I do have uh, a mixtape out. Uh, uh, SOS, that's my single. I need your help. Go download it on everything. It's a great song. Um, yeah, and just support your boy. Follow your boy. Listen, follow me on everything because you never know the next thing we're going to drop. Huh? And y'all might get an exclusive because you're listening on here. Huh? Praise. So, yeah, follow me on all of that so you can stay updated. All right. Now we get to the nitty gritty of today's uh, conversation. Con- conversation. Uh, you know, you've never been in love like I've been loving. I'm joking. What's that say? Maybe you've never been in love like I've been in love. <laughs> Y'all got to pray for me. My mind is ate up. It is fried. I mean, fried. Ate all the way up. Y'all just pray. I don't know what good it's going to do, but at least I'll be covered in prayer. Huh? Nah, nah, nah. So... So if y'all don't know, I feel like y'all find out something new about me every show, and that's cool, right? We're gonna know each other, right? Let's do it. Um, I am. Uh, so I have uh, three siblings, right? So it's four of us, and uh, two older siblings, and one younger sibling. So what does that make me? Child number three. Yeah, which means I am the middle child. Ha! And today's um, TV. A talk show uh-huh. Today's broadcast Is dedicated To all of the middle cheering Huh 
now, if you are an older or younger sibling or even an only child, hold your line. Do not turn the show off because I promise you I'm going to say something for y'all too. But I have to shout out my middle child, folk, because listen, don't don't nobody get a middle child like a middle child. We just get it. We just understand each other, right? So, yeah, I'm probably going to end up doing a series, a mini-series. Maybe the next episode is going to be called How to Handle the Middle, How to Handle Transition. Because the middle is a whole thing. And I think sometimes it gets overlooked, right? Because it's the middle. It's not the beginning or the end, but you need the middle, right? And I'm going to get into that in a second, right? So I was reading some articles, right? I like to look up articles every now and again just to kind of get a little informations. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I just looked up what we would call the middle child syndrome. So that's what we're talking about today, the middle child syndrome and why that can be a that can be a thing. Right. Um, especially you know, growing up, uh, be it as a kid and even into your adult years, you will be surprised um, how the middle child syndrome can affect somebody, right? So that being said, you know, I was reading some articles, you know, and I found some really good information that actually confirmed uh, what I already knew just from experience, you know, from experience, right? Uh, so this is some of the, some of the stuff I've had. Just hold your line. Let's let's let's, let's turn 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 in in, in your Bibles, uh-huh. uh huh. I found it says, what is middle child syndrome? So uh, while not an exact science, of course, uh, they talked about birth order uh, can influence a person's personality. Isn't that something? And they said the oldest children uh, tend to be more reliable and conscious. They tend to have type A personalities and lean towards perfectionist tendencies. Isn't that something? Uh, typically because uh, first time parents are going by the book with them, right? So... They say, on the other hand, parents are more relaxed and experienced with youngest siblings. So like last borns tend to have different personality traits, such as being more likely to seek out fun experiences. Right. Um, However, since younger siblings may try to live up to older siblings, they may also be more self-centered and attention seeking. And that's something. So where does the middle child fit in? Well, they're probably not praised like their older sibling or coddled like their younger one, which may make them feel excluded and or neglected. And this phenomenon is called the middle child syndrome. Um, And they might say that no one understands me or listens to what I have to say. Right. And they also may say my big brother gets to do all the fun stuff and everybody else just babies my my my, my youngest siblings. And I just feel left out. Right. So sometimes um, to compensate for this, you know, middle children tend to act out or tend to people. Please, my God, it's getting heavy really fast. Uh, <laughs> and their behavior may be partially based on their older siblings personality. All right. So, you know, middle child syndrome, it is a whole thing. You know, the birth order is a whole thing. And actually, this theory um, was discovered in 1964 by Alfred uh, Adler or Adler. 
right? And I think he was one of the uh, pioneers to try to see how birth order can have an effect on personality um, development, right? So the oldest child is more, the, you know, authority, right? Authority figure of uh, the youngest is typically kind of like the spoiled brat to a degree. <laughs> and the middle child is even tempered, uh, but has trouble fitting in um, due to being sandwiched. Huh? Tell your neighbor to be sandwiched between the younger and older siblings. So, yeah, this is a whole thing. And like I said, you will be surprised um, at how some of this can affect even um, the adulthood um, of a human being. Right. So, like I said, I am a middle child. Right. So I definitely know uh, what this feels like, you know, uh, to be. Uh, to to a degree, and it's nobody's fault, right? So it's not like the first. Let's let's set the record straight. We're not playing the blame game here. That's what we're not doing because when we're healed, huh? We don't play the blame game. Hmm? We take accountability. Tell your neighbor we take accountability over here in healed land, right? So we're not playing the blame game, right? Because we're healed, right? Um, but that doesn't mean that you don't have certain experiences that come with it, right? So, you know, being the middle child, you know, I'm, if anybody that knows me, they know I'm very uh, domestic, right? Um, as a man, I am very domestic. I believe in a clean spot, right? Clean apartment. Um, you know, my mother always said if the crib ain't clean, at least let it be halfway decent, right? It don't need to look like a tornado just ran up and through here. Huh? Come on here. So... Uh, yeah, I believe in having a clean spot, but I believe a lot of this developed from when I was a kid, right? Because uh, I was the one um, that made sure like a lot of the rooms were clean. You know, I was the one that folded the clothes. I was on that ironed the clothes. Um, even when I started to learn how to cook, once I started learning how to cook, oh, listen, it was on and popping. It was on and popping. I was in the kitchen all the time. Right. And I just kind of took a liking to it. You know, I love cooking. I love cooking now. Right. And let me tell you something. Two things. And I'm very people. People that know me, I'm a pretty chill dude. You know, I'm pretty humble, you know, whatever. But two things for sure that I can say I kill in the kitchen every time is my fried chicken and my candy yams. Let me tell you something, fam. Let me tell you something. My fried chicken. My candy yams, bussin'. Every time, never fails. Huh? That's what's most asked for <laughs> within my friend group. And like some of the other folks that didn't have them teeth. All right. I better check your boy out. Listen, if if you need shameless plug, if you need some catering done, hit your boy up. All right. Yeah, we'll talk numbers. Okay. But yeah. I started doing all that when I was a kid, right? And I started to develop this thing of caring for everybody, right? Uh, not even in my family, but even you know, around my friends. Um, and caring, let me tell you something, caring for people can become a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing, right? Because it shows that you are indeed selfless, right? Um, that you make sure that everybody else is taken care of. Here's the problem, though. When you don't know how to establish boundaries in that, it can become toxic on your end. Uh Uh-oh. Let's get there. If you don't know how to create boundaries, even in that, 
it can become toxic on your end. Because what happens is you will care for everybody else while self-neglecting you. You'll care for everybody else and then you will neglect self. You won't take care of self. You won't give self a chance to make a choice or make a decision, right? And I call this being the most reliable but overlooked, right? Because nothing can work unless the middle is working. So I said the middle is important. It's an important piece to the puzzle. Right. You can't just have the front and the back. You need the middle. Right. It fits in the puzzle. Right. But it could also be overlooked because it may not be, you know, the the uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It may not be uh, uh, the lead role. Right. Um, it, 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 it may not be uh, letter A. Right. <laughs> It might be the letters in the middle, right? You know, but in order for you to get from A to Z, there's so many letters in between that you got to go through. Huh? The middle is there for a reason, right? So uh, uh, what happens is um, the middle, like I said, tends to care, tends to take care of everybody else and oftentimes neglects self. And that can become an issue. Um, so like for me, um, I grew up just like that, caring for everybody else. And, you know, I'm very much so, uh, well, not like I used to be. <laughs> I've become way more of this, but I was never a confrontational guy. Never. Right. I was a people pleaser. Um, I wanted everybody to feel comfortable around me. Right. I wanted to make everybody else happy while I was the one over there in the corner depressed. <laughs> And shedding tears, right? Uh, and that wasn't fun. It wasn't fun because you want somebody to be concerned. You want somebody to call your name. You want somebody to be like, hey, you over there. And it not be because they need something or want something from you. It's quiet in this church. And I feel like a lot of us have been in, a, in some spaces like that in our lives where people only hit you up when they need something or when they want something. Not because they genuinely care. Huh? So, right. I, I, so I would go through that, right? Um, I would be in school and the same person that would bully me would also ask for my help. Isn't that something? Uh, because it's like, fam, what? But I didn't know at the time. I didn't know how to, to, to defend myself. I didn't know how to stand up for myself. I didn't have a, I didn't have a bone like that in me. I didn't. I didn't have a strong backbone, you know, so I just let it happen, you know, for the sake of, you know, doing what I knew how to do. And that was help and that was care. Right. But it was hurting me. Right. 
Um, I didn't know how to make decisions for myself. I didn't have much confidence, right? Had major insecurities, had major low self-esteem, right? First of all, let's just take a praise break for me coming a mighty long way, huh? This is when you hit the shout track. <laughs> I have come a mighty long way. I understand what the old saints used to say. I may not be where I want to be, but thank God I ain't where I used to be, huh? Because, you know, as I grew up, I had to learn how to stop letting people walk all over me. Right? Because that was a thing. Right? Like, me being this quiet old dude. First of all, I'm 6'3 and over 250 pounds. Why am I the quietest one in the room? <laughs> you know? And yeah, they will call you a gentle giant, but it's like, fam, come on. Where's your respect? Right? Like, you got to be able to demand respect. Because if you don't, people are going to treat you how you let them treat you. You know, so I know the saying says it take respect to get respect. Absolutely. But what happens when you do respect and they still disrespect? Huh? What happens when you don't fight for your own right to have respect? You know what I'm saying? Like when you, you know, because because it's got to get to some point that I cannot care if you are uncomfortable around me or not, but you're going to respect me. Right. And I just didn't have that growing up. Right. That that I had to develop that. Right. I had to develop that or I was going to get smushed on, stepped on for the rest of my life. And who wants to go through that? Oh, nobody. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And nobody's attracted to somebody that gets pushed over all the time. Nah, really not ever. Right. And I, I, I had to stop caring if folks was comfortable around me or not. You know, now here we go. I'm a very I'm naturally a mild guy, pretty laid back, pretty cool. And if you got beef with me, then, you know, the issue is probably more on your end because, hey, people love me. I don't really be can I don't really be starting stuff. You know what I'm saying? I play the gig and I go home. Christian be at the house. You know what I'm saying? So if you got beef with me, then you need to feel me in, fam. Like, cause I just ain't one of them kind of people. You know what I'm saying? But there have been times where folks have tried to cross me. You know what I'm saying? And I had to gather. I had to gather them. I had to get that situation together. Right? Um, like I said, I had to learn that. I had to learn that. So that not only am I demanding respect from them, but I'm also respecting myself right so that being said like I said that it is definitely a whole syndrome it's a way of thinking because you know like we discovered earlier you got the older child right they pretty much can I'm well no the younger child can probably get away with murder (laughs) because the younger child might be like the most spoiled one right and ain't nobody, you know, they're gonna do what they wanna do at the end of the day. You know, they're gonna have fun, they're gonna live their life. You know, the oldest child is kind of like more of the protector kind of, you know, vibe. You know, they look out for everybody. You know, but the middle child is oftentimes the most neglected, and that's not fun. And what we have to do as we get older in life, we gotta heal the parts of us that got overlooked. I'm gonna let that sit for a minute. We got to heal the parts of us that got overlooked. We got to heal the parts of us that was misunderstood. Right. We got to heal that. Right. A lot of us didn't make ourselves like this. This just kind of happened. Right. And I hear you. I hear you. 
You may say, well, I'm not a middle child, but I still know the feelings thereof, and that's fine. I just call it the middle child syndrome because typically we're the first recipients of this. (laughs) But if you're a human being, you know what I'm saying? Self-neglect is a whole thing. Caring for others and putting yourself on the back burner is a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, And yeah, like I, I knew it was becoming an issue when my friends would ask me, hey, so what do you want to do? And I didn't have an answer. I didn't have an answer. I didn't know. I, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever y'all want to do, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's almost as if I didn't know how to think for myself. Or the thing I knew I wanted to do, they probably didn't want to do. And I ain't feel like hearing nobody's mouth. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But. It's typically folks like us, you know, like, you know, we, we are not here all the time. We overthinking. We think too much. We, you know what I'm saying? All of that stuff. And you got to respect people that I'm not going to say that cause confrontation, but they don't mind being confrontational because they understand that their opinion has value. It has value. It has validity because they are a human being. They are a person. So what I have to say has validity. It has value. So I don't care how you feel about it. I'm going to say what I feel. I'm going to say what I need to say. And you're going to hear me. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to respect people like that. That don't care how you feel. You know, they're going to make sure that their voice is heard. You know what I'm saying? Some of us had to develop that. And sometimes when you begin to develop that and when you really begin to respect self and love self and heal and you start to allow people to hear your voice, sometimes that means a relationship is going to get costed. (laughs) You might lose some folks in that, you know, because some people thrive off of you not having an opinion. Did you hear what I told you? Some people thrive off of you not having an opinion. Some people thrive off of your dysfunction. Some people thrive off of you not being healed. Because it then boosts their ego. That they can be ringleader and you can be the one that just walks behind them. And not walks alongside. Because there is a difference. Right? Especially when it talks about, you know, when we get to talking about relationships and partnerships, there's no leader in this. No, we're walking, we're working together. We're working in tandem. We're working in concert. But that means we need both sides of the coin to make one coin. Huh? We need the heads and the tails. They both work. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like some of us need to heal that part of us. You know, heal the part of you that was neglected. You knew you was doing people favors and they still overlooked you, right? You knew you was helping folks out and they still bad-mouthed you in the group chat. You got people out here that have played victim knowing good and well they was wrong, (laughs) you know? But a lot of times these people are going to do that until we open our mouth and say something. 
and show that we actually care for ourselves and that we actually do love us. I don't mind creating a boundary. Why? Because the boundary is going to save my life. It's going to save your life too. It's going to help us out. So you not so you know we're not to cross. And if you can't respect this boundary, then we're not going to work. And in this journey of healing, you got to be okay with losing some people, fam. Losing some folks that you didn't think you was going to lose. Losing some folks you thought was going to be there forever. And ever and ever. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a whole thing. So, yeah. I call it the military syndrome because, I mean, technically that's what it is. You know. But... It's a lot of people that deal with it. It's a lot of people that deal with it. And I and I and I, and I hope you love yourself enough to actually care for you. Like this is the real self-care. <laughs> to go do something for you. To tell somebody no just to see how they're gonna react. Not because you're being toxic, but because you love you enough. You feel me? So yeah. Go heal, fam. I know. I know you've been overlooked. I know folks ain't never really called your name out, and that's okay. You call your name. You go do something for you. You figure out what you like and what you want. So the next time somebody asks you what you want, you're sure of yourself. And you can walk in confident. Not with your head held down. You know what's up You know who you are And you're not allowing people To determine who you are Cool I hope this helps (laughs) Like I said That was a little bit of my experience And like I said It's what we call the middle child syndrome It's a real thing It's a whole thing But it's not not just limited to middle children (laughs) way open that field is way open to anybody that has ever been in that space before because a lot of us that have we have put ourselves on the back burner to make sure that somebody else is okay but no more in this season and i'm saying i'm not saying you got to leave here and be selfish and not ever you know no 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 because no. god put that trait in us you know what i'm saying to do anyway we just got to know how to have boundaries have boundaries create those boundaries right and if that means making somebody else uncomfortable, hey, oh well, that ain't got nothing to do with you. That's them. <laughs> you said what you needed to say. You were respectful about it. And hey, we moved on. Feel me? Go heal. Heal well. Heal well. So you can be good for yourself. Be good for relationships. <laughs> be good for others because you're being good to you. Alright It's the 31 show baby Y'all know how we do Y'all know how we rocking Right Yeah You may be in the middle But you have purpose The middle has a purpose You have whole purpose Live it out Cool Once again follow me on the socials Christian.Walker3 Instagram Facebook Christian Walker keep up with all these updates and stuff got some good stuff coming down the pipeline 
We are pushing through season one. Matter of fact, we on the halfway mark. Huh? Yeah, we're going to do a few more episodes in this season. And then we're going to bring season two on over. Huh? It's going to be a time. So, I love y'all, fam. I love y'all. And hey, 831 show. We're going to learn. We're going to laugh. We're going to heal. Y'all know what it is. Come back and see your boy. Peace.